I mean, well, it depends where you are. Here, it would be like the landscaper or the pool but boy. It, that's like landscaper's kind of boring. What, what's the what's the twenty first century? What's the gig economy version of the milkman? Uh, the the solar panel installer. <laughs> but that's not a weekly thing. Yeah, I'm trying to think like your your CSA delivery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I, we're like we're not in the upper stratosphere enough to to understand like what the gig economy version. It's probably like your acupuncturist or like your your blood boy. Your blood boy. Yeah, <laughs> the guy that you just transfuse blood from. Yeah, and then he nails. <laughs> Wait, what it. is that from? Silicon Valley. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, was... But apparently, it's like a, a real thing. Jesus. I mean, it has to, it has to be rooted in some sort of uh, oh, I'm truth. Sure just because they brought it up in the show. It's fucked up. <laughs> Whatever it is. I can't. But uh, you ever seen um, uh, Morgan Spurlock does uh, Inside Man? It was like a CNN series yeah. for a while. He did uh, He did an episode on longevity, um, uh, and he was out in California, and he met with, uh, fuck, who's the guy uh, from, Mike? is it from Microsoft? One of the founders. Um, I like, Paul Allen or Steve Ballmer? He's dead, so he didn't really work. It didn't work out for him. Um, um, I believe you're looking for William Gates. No, not Bill Gates. It was somebody else. It might not have been Microsoft, uh, who was uh, is super into longevity and everything that's required to to have you live beyond like your your body, your your physical self. Uh, and so he's all about, I think, like downloading his. His memory, his brain, oh, right. his like genome this. or something into an artificial intelligence system that then has a holographic or hologra- holographic display, hologram of him or whatever that you interact with. It's That's fucking weird. bizarre. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole episode gets into some really, really deep holes and it gets weird. I like it. Um, <laughs> oh, you know what I was thinking? Actually, the milkman is now the uh, reusable diaper delivery person. Ooh, I that's a thing in, in New York City. I believe it. Cloth diapers instead of well, it's not the cloth diapers aren't the thing in New York City, but having like the delivery service for getting refreshed. We are definitely trying to reduce the amount of waste we put out in our household. The Drakes are okay. The Drakes are not the royal we. Uh, like we went to the soda stream and um you're not going to do cloth diapers we would never do cloth Why? diapers uh gross well maybe and, and honestly it's probably a convenience factor true but you mean like when you're on the go just in general like taking off a diaper and throwing it away is a lot easier than like taking a dirty diaper wrapping it up and something oh, this is how limited i am on my cloth diaper knowledge gracie's brother uses cloth diapers of course he has a son named leaf <laughs> uh i know i'm like kind of curious how it all works i mean i'm sure I, i'm sure it's like better for the kid and for the environment but I, I i don't have time to add some other aspect of my life that it's going to require me to drop something off somewhere it's so funny if like my dog pees or or pukes on something in the house I, that has to be on its own laundry schedule. Cannot be with anything else that I wear or that I, you know, like wipe myself off. That's coming from you, not from Gracie. That's coming from me. Gracie's like, just throw it in with our laundry. Throw it in with our towels. I'm like, See, no, no, no. I dry my face off with that towel. That's what Gracie and I, to- we're in the same wavelength. Like, what, you don't care? Too long, it will like take a piss on my bath mat and I'll like put it in the in the laundry and Lizzie's like, don't don't wash it with other clothes. Yeah. And I'm like, it's... It's just cat urine. It's coming out. It's it's getting washed. But still, like I, I'm thinking of a cloth diaper. I wouldn't want that anywhere near my clothes either. I mean, poop is different. And cat puke is... Cat puke or pee is, I don't know, different. That's the too. same as human shit. Like, I don't know I why. I, it's not. Not in my mind. It's so no way. bizarre. Human poop is disgusting. Uh, that's like a whole... That's like 10 on a scale of one to ten, yeah, like which is I, I wouldn't want it clean with my like, clothes. Cat pee and puke is like a seven. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what do you want me to say? Like, I, I, yeah, no, no, I can't. <laughs> All right, can't fine. Do that. Uh, welcome back to. It's been so long. What's our fucking? What's the name of the <laughs> I don't <shit>? know. <laughs> if you're bored, bored in Connecticut, bored in Fairfield County, bored in Fairfield bored. County. Um, but hello to our Colorado listeners. <laughs> yeah, seriously, and our one listener in Seattle. Um, so 
I will say, starting off, that we... I got a lot of shit from my wife who said, you guys said you were going to bang these things out all the time. And I, I will also say that you were sick. Um, yeah. I have had a crazy work schedule lately. I'm sure you have had a crazy work schedule. It's been weird. Like, things have just gotten busier. Right. I don't, I don't, I don't have a kid. Uh, but, no, th- that doesn't mean anything. Yes, kids are require a lot of time yeah. but also yeah it's just generally it's just weird I mean, we used to be able to yeah just meet up on a monday night throw out an episode you know by tuesday morning and we do right. it not we did it almost every week for a good stretch there uh or at least it was every other week for sure yes and now it's just like i can't well i think the summer also is a good distraction yeah and like it's when it's dark out you're like oh i guess i'll just come to adam's and Part of his yeah. office, his messy office. Yeah, driving over here, I was like, it feels so late. I'm like, yeah. why am I going over there? It's seven fifteen. Yeah. By the way, look at my office. It's a, <laughs> Lindsay apologized. She said it was Did a she? shit show. Yeah. Good. Okay. She I'm, goes, I'm so sorry for what's in there right now. I've it's been a mess. She's like, so this this is your office? No, this is basically her office. Yeah. My computer's standing here. Okay. But she. She just like she's water, man. She just finds the <laughs> level of everything and just expands out to it. Like, like <laughs> look at all this edge crap. To edge. Yeah, there's a lot. Like CMT checklist, blue continuity of semis. That's top secret, top secret. Probably is. Put it away. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, I, I mean, there's there's some stuff. Some stuff. Your uh, your date is is outdated. Very much so. Um, I can't believe you come into your office and change the date every day. I don't. Oh, she does? Really? Yeah. Oh. Again, it's her office. Well, clearly clearly just, not the I last two days. I just pay the mortgage. Yeah, you're just here. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I'm glad that you're feeling better. I do have a question for you right off the bat. Last weekend was one year anniversary for you guys. Yeah. What? How's, how's one year of marriage been? It's what, been good. It's yeah. so it's so funny when you get married. People are like, "Oh my god, what's married life like?" And I, you know, maybe it, you would have a uh, a pretty definitive answer if you'd only been dating somebody for a year or two before you got married. But Gracie and I had been together for nine years, eight years before we got married. Um, so I just say it's the same as the old life. <laughs> well, yeah. And most people are like, "Okay, good. That's how it should be." Because if it's any yes. different, then you know, why did marriage change that? Well, is it better or worse than you thought? Being or, married? Well, like, uh, have you, yeah. Like, what, or or do you have any surprises that happened, or, um, and, and not, not like, oh my God, she turns out to be, like, a, a Nazi, <laughs> like, clearly. Yeah, as soon as you make it official, all of a sudden, yeah. she's, like, the ex- exact opposite, the antithesis of the girl <laughs> right. you want to marry. Yeah. No, no, luckily, none, none of that. She didn't, like, wake up a, so- a swamp creature on uh, September 16th. That's good. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. It was, a, it was a good first year. Just had a lot of shit going on with work, and yeah, uh, I was like, what? I don't, I don't even know what the hell happened this year in 2019. Well, it's crazy that like things start blurring together. I mean, I've been married yeah. for seven years, and all of a sudden, I'm like, wait, my wedding was seven years ago. It seems like just weird. yesterday. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, uh, and it's scary and it's cliche to say just time all of a sudden starts to fly. It used to be cliche like, oh, college is the best four years of your life. Like, right. Take advantage of it. It's the shortest four years of your life. Totally. Well, yeah, now I'm coming up on 10 years out of college, and I'm like, what the hell happened there? Yeah. Like that, sure, was over in the blink of an eye. Yep. And now, yeah, years just start to blur together. They just meld. And right. then I can only imagine when you have kids, it's entirely different. Like I, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't really know what happened in 2017. Yeah. I like 2017 to me. I got engaged. And that's like. Okay. Okay. That's one thing I remember. But like as a blanket, 2017 is not like a notable. But 2018 was. Uh, Yeah. More so. I don't know why. Yeah. But like, I think it's because I did a lot of traveling in 2018. And it's also an even year, not an odd year. Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) But like 2000, I think it was like 2004. I have like no recollection of that. I was also doing a lot of drugs back then, so you know that could be part of it. But like, there are just years that have like no meaning to you after a while. Yeah, that's true. I guess I'm. I could probably pinpoint a few of those, but I'm not. I'm not as far into my years as you are. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Let me say this: 2005. Like I totally remember 2005, 2006, and 2007. Uh huh. And maybe a little bit of 2008. No recollection of 2009. 
I don't know. It's weird. It's just like there are years that like stand out and will be burned in my brain versus other ones. That's that... fine. I mean, that's probably the case for most people. It's because like certain, probably certain milestones or or big things in your life occur yes. at one moment over 365 days, and then all of a sudden that sort of defines the year. Yes. But if there's no one defining moment, it's just sort of like, yeah, okay, that was a year. Yeah, and that's exactly what that I mean. was. That yes, totally. Um. Oh yeah, I mean whatever. So 2017, like, what did, bullshit yeah, what did, how year. How did we get on this? I was because I was got I married a, a year. So uh, 2017 was a bullshit year. Okay. 2016 was a shitty year. Yeah. Except that's the year your daughter was born. I mean, sorry, aside from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hey, forgot about it, that, Malin, If you're listening to this like 15 years, yeah, uh, that was the best part of just the year. Kidding. That was <laughs> no, the greatest year ever. Um, but then after that, yeah, it's just like, I, I mean, all those like celebrities died and. It's true, yeah. Trump got elected. Trump and just got like, elected. like, and then after that, I was just like, oh, like I just kind of gave up on life. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm gonna raise this kid. I'm gonna love my wife, but other than that, I don't, I don't just don't care anymore. And as of this recording, your wife is t minus ten days. Ten days due on the kid for the next kid. Second kid. Yeah, it's wow. It, we are so not prepared for this one. It's weird. I'm. Because I'm closer friends with closer friends with you guys this time around. You know, Mail and I was I was thrilled that you guys got pregnant because I knew that it was you know you guys were were trying for it. Uh, yeah, we were. <laughs> oh yeah. Adam was all good about practicing. It was a test tube, baby. <laughs> and, so was this uh, one, by the way. So it was like it was it was awesome and really thrilling that you guys got pregnant with the first one, and then you know got pregnant with the second one. But it was like sort of treading lightly and making sure that the whole thing was going well. Right. And then for me as the outsider and friend at one point, probably at like seven months, Lindsay being pregnant, I was like, holy shit, they're actually having this kid. <laughs> and then it occurred to me, Adam's life is going to change again. Yeah. And just thinking about that in my, like going through that in my own head, like, yep. dude, that's crazy. And that's just my friend. That's not even me <laughs> who's going through it. Well, I think it's more, and, and probably it's, it's not admitting it to myself. Like I know my life is going to change. I know it's going to be vastly different once I have two kids because I hear it's yeah. exponential. It's not like one plus one equals <laughs> two. It's like two squared or one squared, whatever it is. Uh, so I know that like it's going to be a very different thing. And having gone through that change with the first one in terms of like my life being uprooted, I'm sort of like, listen, I can't plan for it. I can't right. like expect of anything so i'm just gonna go into this and just assume that whatever happens happens what can you i mean right can you do any more than that and if you do and then you you're you're gonna be neurotic and you're you know over controlling absolutely it. and with with malin when she was born i mean we just had we'd taken classes we learned <laughs> yeah. like birthing things we learned how to swaddle kids with this one all bets are off we have no idea what we're doing yeah anymore. didn't you you said the other week you're like wait i don't even i'm not even sure i remember how to Maybe not change a diaper, but you're like, I'm not sure I remember how to do a swaddle. Swaddle. Or do yeah, something. I couldn't. Like, if you handed me a swaddle right now, I, I wouldn't remember. And I practiced with Malin before, so funny. Even, before she was born. And now I'm just like, okay, we'll be fine. No worries. Oh. We, have a, we have a guest. She, is my she wants her clamshell. Her, her laptop. When are you going to be a guest on this? <laughs> there you go. Oh, wait a minute. While we're paused, sort of. Are we going to talk about John Tucker? If you want to. All right, I have notes. Okay. Let me go get them. They're on my laptop. Oh, they're on your laptop. Yeah, because I just... This is what I've wanted forever, is to take over this podcast by myself and not have this fucking animal watching over me every single time, managing what I say. Editing this, I can hear this. You'll you'll hear it. Great. Um. All right. I don't even remember. So yeah. Um. So you'll remember how to get all that stuff done. Hopefully. Oh, it's like. It, it, is it, it like riding a bike? Uh. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Hopefully. <laughs> you take a lot of falls, a lot of skin knees, and at the end of it, if you're not wearing a helmet, you basically become brain dead. <laughs> That's what's like having a kid. Sounds fucking amazing. I can't wait. Yeah, you should totally have a kid. I love that. Like, I know you really want to have kids, and you're like adamant for it. And I'm just like, hold off. 
No, that's fine. Down. I'm okay with waiting. You should. But I think it'd yeah, it'd be fun to have kids for sure. And it is, and I love it. And it's the best thing. Like actually I was thinking about this the other day, is that like I've never been like good or really good at anything in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you think you get fatherhood? I well yeah, I, I like I am not exceptional at anything. I'm like decent at some things. I'm like average at many things, but like outstanding, I'm not I'm not outstanding at anything. But I think with fatherhood, I think that's probably what I'm really good at. I think you're a pretty good dad. Thank you. I, I just as an outside observer, you're doing a pretty good job you. there. Like that was the one thing. So <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna be good at something, I think being good at a, at fatherhood is yeah. is a good thing. Totally. Um, because those kids will grow up and carry on your your teachings and your spirit, and <laughs> well, hopefully I hope they they'll do, do something great. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not my teachings though, because goddamn. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. Like, I've always had this thing in the back of my head. Like, I've never been very good at anything. Is that true, though? Because, like... I, I, I've I been above average at things. Okay, that's fine. But, like, world class? Like, B minus? No. Okay, I was going to say B, but, you know... B? I was say B minus. Well, C <laughs> is technically average, so... Like, when I enter into anything, anything, before it even starts, I'm like, well, you know, this is going to be okay like when we started our podcast i'm like this is not going to win any awards even before we started i was like this is just going to be flood the cloud with more content right this is just this is just a distraction for (laughs) friends and relatives there's Um, a great distraction it's a good distraction for us exactly are you still going to do this when the kid is born it's the only freedom i'm going yeah that's probably true there was we were at our friend mark's the other day on uh last saturday and you had so I, I don't even I lost the narrative, but somehow you had invited yourself and Gracie to their house, and Mark ended up inviting us as well. Yeah, I'm, the that was a weird thread to follow, but all of a sudden we were all having a pool party at Mark, which was great. Yeah, and all I wanted to do was put on my bathing suit and sit in his hot tub for like hours. Yeah, <laughs> and just to like escape from life for. And you ended up entertaining three children in the hot tub. Wait, <laughs> no, 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 wait a minute. You my, gave me a look as if that was weird. Well, it was my kid yeah. and you and Gracie. No, there was like two other were there two other kids know. that were coming in and out? I, I honestly I wasn't paying attention to any of them. They could have like all died in the pool <laughs> and I would have like floating in front happened. of you. Um that's some flotsam and yeah, jetsam like, in the water. Jesus, these kids are clogging up the drains. <laughs> um but it was it just felt so good to just sit there and just like not think. What's funny is I texted Mark and I said, I am I gotta be honest, I am thrilled and beyond excited to go in the pool slash hot tub. And he was like, I can't tell if you're being sarcastic or right. not. And I was like, No, 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 I'm legitimately on the same page as you apparently. I just yeah. wanted to go veg in the hot tub. And it felt great. It was awesome. We also had uh high ambitions of doing a podcast. Right. And which being actually, a father I, got in the way of, <laughs> of that. It wasn't it wasn't being a father being a host it was a few things i realized when when mark had invited us, to, uh, us over to his house i thought it was just gonna be you gracie uh me yeah. and Lindsay and mark and meg and then when the other couple showed up i was like oh okay this yeah. is not gonna happen no it never is because you can't just escape for an hour and yeah. record a podcast um but i also realized that i genuinely enjoy having mark on the podcast and i thought that the topic oh, yeah. that we had picked out was gonna be really fun to talk we will about we will do it with him totally because yeah. <laughs> He was he like, I'm would. already thinking about things. Oh man, he started texting us about it. And we're like, no, 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 save it. Yeah, save don't it. talk. Just save it for the podcast. He, yeah, he would be a thrill for that one. Uh, so we do. We, we got to make that happen. And we will. We will. But an episode or two ago, we talked about doing a shame movie, shameless movie. Yes. And even through all of my sickness and staying at home, I still haven't fucking finished Fool's Gold. You are. I'm so bad at it. I, I trudged I, through John Tucker. I know. Style. And I have trudged through 45 minutes of Fool's Only Gold. F- I also trudged through Fool's Gold again. I know. To make sure that I was. I've been seriously slacking on this one. I, I am ashamed of you. <laughs> it was um, dude, in the first six minutes. Honestly, I'll give you this headliner in the first okay. six minutes. Had it been on just like my own to discover this movie right. and watch it or go to a movie theater because like a girl wanted to go see it or something, yes. I would have walked out or I would have shut it off. In really? six minutes, it was that fucking bad. I'm even trying to remember what happens in the first. Oh, they're like diving. and it, it It's <laughs> I'll save it 
Since yeah. we are splitting this up into two episodes, I will save it for my episode. Okay. Um, so I think right now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about John Tucker. Yes. Your, the love of your life. My guilty pleasure movie. It's not a shameless movie. We did shameless song. Guilty pleasure movie. <sighs> I right? so, man. If you want to call it. Because I would watch this movie. I'd be like, yep, I could enjoy this movie. Okay. Let me go on record here as saying that John Tucker Must Die is a horrible movie in adam drake's opinion and and here's here here's kind of the problem with with all of this is that you said this is a guilty pleasure movie i'd never seen john tucker must die right so going into it i was trying to pick out all the negative things about this movie (laughs) because because your friend was the one who liked it well no but just in general like you said it's a guilty pleasure movie i was supposed to watch it but i was also I kind of knew that I had to pick it apart no matter what it was. Even if it was like Citizen Kane, I was going to try to pick it apart. Luckily, it was very easy to pick (laughs) apart because it's a horrible fucking movie. Low-hanging fruit. All right. Um, So a couple questions. One, how did you even come across John Tucker Must Die? Like where did it come – where did it enter your life? I got to be honest. I have no idea. My best guess is that uh, it like – came in a dvd pack for something or what year did it come out i don't even know 2009 uh, oh, i think it was even earlier than that let me see john tucker must die came out in yeah, 2006 what, yeah say it had to have been earlier than that yeah so maybe it was just like a a rental that we stumbled across i say we as a family i i seem to remember like my sister watching it blame eleanor you're blaming yeah. eleanor for this well okay. i was I was in high school or graduated high school when it came out. Maybe I was in college when I first saw it. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, you know, it wasn't, you know, there was, it was before streaming. So whatever it was, it was on DVD. <laughs> That's fair. So I found it some way that way. I don't know. John Tucker must die is a horrible fucking movie. <laughs> um, so here's blasphemy. It, it's not a good movie. And I, I did not go in with an open mind. I will admit to you that I was, well, I wanted to pick this movie apart. You wanted to hate it because Nate liked it. Yes. Yeah, yes. But I also wanted to hate it because these types of movies, I for some reason, just rub me the wrong way. But it's like a ni- it's like a classic 90s teen movie that came out mid 2000s. <laughs> and and that's actually one of my my arguments is that it missed it missed the curve on that one. Okay. Because had it come out in like 2000 and or I'm sorry, like 1999, you know, American yeah. Pie kind of area era, it would have been more accepted, and it probably would have had better actors. <laughs> so, but okay, if you look at that movie, everyone is like a low rent somebody else. Yes. So, like the best friend who looks kind of like Britney Spears is really more just like this bad actress who has no emotion whatsoever. Yeah. What's a uh, Britney something? Well, well, Britney Snow is the main character. I'm talking about the her best friend. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, okay. Right. Yep. Um. So then there's like the like token black guy best friend who should have been like Keenan Thompson or right. uh, uh uh the guy from Blackish, whatever his name, uh, Anthony Anderson. Yeah. And, yep. Uh, but he's just like this like guy who says one funny thing maybe yeah. and then just disappears. Who I pointed out is an entourage. Who is also an entourage. He's a security guard of yeah. entourage. And then uh so Jesse Met Metcalf has two emotions, right? Yeah. He's got like smoldering and like trying to be nice guy. Yeah. And that's really it. And Brittany Snow, who I actually think is a fairly good actress, yeah. Her the whole issue with her her character is that she's supposed to be like the girl next door right or like yes. kind of that like subtle like the she's all that kind of quiet right. artsy how, girl right she's like a or for very attractive Lin- woman who's smart yeah. and funny and silly and she's the Lindsay lohan from mean girls yeah it, it, but she's like they kind of play her up like oh wow well here's a stretch like uh john tucker is gonna fall in love with this girl and clearly like that's not an issue because she's just she's just normally hot she, yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah okay. and and John Tucker is so self-absorbed that, or not self-absorbed, but like very like into uh, just beauty and you know not right. really into like 
depth of character yes of course he's he's gonna go for this girl like and and that the whole movie hinges on that pretext and for that reason alone it falls apart because she's not like it's not a stretch that's fine but i i think what i enjoyed about it i would agree with you in that it's like it's basically the b squad uh of actors and actresses low rent people i would agree with that they just said you know what this is not american pie full version this is american pie band camp yeah this is like 1.5 yeah Yeah. which you haven't seen right Uh, i never saw band camp yeah okay uh watch it it's it's okay but it's the (laughs) low rent version buddy you just gave me the recommendation of john i'm out i'm out uh but what I liked about it is like them trying to sabotage this guy, the way that he flipped them on their heads like three or four times. I just thought it was fucking hysterical. Like the time that they got him to wear women's lingerie on oh, the, the okay. basketball trip. So here, here's my argument with that is <laughs> that the highlight of the entire movie of all the jokes, the hysterical jokes in this movie, of which there are none, <laughs> the one like thing that they keep going back to is the fact that he wears women's underwear, and that's funny. We did it once. He didn't wear it multiple well, times. Sorry, so he-, he wore it. Well, I guess he wore it. Oh, and the, yeah, twice. no. Try- and then there's like some teachers are wearing yes, it later exactly. on because John right. Tucker wore it. It's it's a it's a yeah it's a call a callback, but. The fact that that's the highlight of the comedy in that entire film makes me realize that it, there is no comedy in this film. That's a cheap gag. Did you happen to see what it was rated on, like Rotten Tomatoes or anything? Oh, I meant to do that. It's actually, and and this is what what bums bums me out is it's rated higher than Fool's Gold. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes, I think it's like a thirty, and Fool's Gold has like a fifteen. Um, so it's still not but you hot. also need to look at like the score on imdb because that will kind of show you like quote unquote the true score from like audiences all right so i'll look that up imdb score yeah um so john tucker much must die like there it was so predictable was it okay when you like when he starts crawling toward the the um out on the balcony Right he's on the balcony, yeah, yeah, and he's gonna like go to her room. I was like, of course, oh, he, he ends yeah. up in the teacher's room. Yeah, done. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, Fine. I saw that coming. It's a fucking high. It's a runway, and I saw the plane landing way in the distance. I was like, this is how this is gonna play out. I don't even yeah. need to know how this ends because this is absolutely what's Fuck, gonna. Happen. I wish I had all my fool's gold notes to refute all of your points right now. I, no, I'm not asking to refute any. Like, I I realize that Fool's Gold is not a good movie. But well, and I and I realize John Tucker is probably not a great movie. But no, it's, whole it's point, a horrible movie. <laughs> so it has a it has a five point seven out of ten. Okay. Uh, and a forty one meta score. Okay. On IMDb. Not, Should we check Fool's Gold? Sure. Well, just for just for comparisons. Comparisons. Um, I will also say that the movie, the ending of the movie. It felt like they didn't know how to end the movie, and they were like, let's have a food fight. Yeah, let's have everybody kumbaya. Throw throw cake at each other. Yeah. Which was done to great effect in Doctor Strangelove and has had diminishing returns ever since. Do you really? I'm thinking about this now. That movie follows basically the exact same plot line as Mean Girls, just switching the sex slightly. I've only seen Mean Girls once. So I, really? Yeah. Mean Girls, that is a phenomenal movie. Like I, That is actually, right. and it's regarded as a good movie. Yes, and Tina Fey wrote it, so yes. yes. But So think about John Tucker is actually Rachel McAdams. Okay. Regina George. Yes. Uh, and these three girls are sabotaging to collapse her in Mean Girls, him and John Tucker must die. Okay. Go through a whole series of events, like different plots to, to break this person down. It's a five-step program, blah, blah, blah. And then it all culminates at the end of the movie where everybody like kind of wink at each other and like, hey, you're cool too and you're cool now as well. Everybody's accepting in this school and look how we've all evolved over the last 90 minutes. It's the actually the exact same thing that happens. I, I have to watch Mean Girls again because I don't remember the. You should though. watch the two side by side. I'm not going to watch them. I'm never Split watching screen. John Tucker. <laughs> must die again. <laughs> Like and Ashanti, 
I, yeah. First of all, I, I don't know Ashanti at all. I'm like, who is this girl that they brought in? Who, they had to they had to bring some some a Gabrielle flair. Union look like like oh <laughs> like well it's just we couldn't get Gabrielle Union from Bring It On, so let's uh, get another African American cheerleader to come in. Fair. And uh, and then uh, Sophia Bush is supposed to be like ditzy. Right? Yeah, she doesn't do a good job. Goth and ditzy. Like, I th- actually thought she was a fairly good actress. Speaking of hot, she's pretty hot. She is, but in this movie, like... Yeah. I don't know. Fair. That's there fine. wasn't a lot going on there. And he... He's like, okay, fine, he's all-American, like Abercrombie Fitch attractive. Uh, Yeah. What else is he... He was in uh, Desperate Housewives, right? I don't know. I couldn't tell you what else he was in, though. He's been in one other thing, maybe. Yeah, I, maybe an Abercrombie and Fitch but it, he, commercial. He's not a very good actor. No, no. And it, he has two emotions, as I said. It's yeah. like smoldering and. He's like the smooth player. Yes. Or, like the nice guy. Like yeah. he tries to be nice, and like at the end, he's like, "I realized the horrible shit of my ways." And I will. Here's the one redeeming thing I have of this movie is that at the end, they don't end up together. Yeah. And I think if they had, that would have sort of destroyed. The whole premise, yeah, and and it would have it would have sold off off the audience because it would have been like, hey, we're really into this guy and the stupidity that he does, and this girl's super smart and she's not going to let him get away with it, and then at the end he gets away with it, basically. But he's a player and he's a douchebag and he still gets yeah. it. So, but what you do like is that Britney Snow is actually in love with John Tucker's brother, which doesn't culminate in anything. I know that they did leave that one. I'll, he is actually probably the biggest star in the entire movie post. Uh, uh, post John Tucker Wait, must die. He? he was in. Um, we're talking about this. Uh, one of these shows. Fuck. Why can't it? Not. Not. He's not a Gilmore Girl, but oh, not Downton uh, Abbey. <laughs> Wait, Gilmore Girls and Downton Abbey. <laughs> I know they're two entirely let's different shows. Let's find that. Let's find that. Why Gossip Girl? Is that what he's in? He was in. He's Penn Badgley. Okay. But which he, is? But that's like a. That's a very popular show. Yes. It was. It was. Is he Jon Snow in, in uh, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Get the fuck out of my. What? No. He's got the same flow in. Uh, in uh, he has Tucker the same Mustard. hair. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Not at all. So you're lucky. Five point seven uh, out of ten for Fool's Gold. Also. Versus. Wait. What was uh, John Tucker? Five point seven. Oh wow! It's high. The meta score was twenty nine though. Yeah, dude. I I guarantee you. So the guy that directed Fool's Gold, and we're not talking about Fool's Gold tonight, but his name no. is Andy Tennant. He directed Hitch um, and a few other, like... Hitch wasn't very good either. No, no, no. But it was, like, passable. Yeah. Uh, Fool's Gold was probably the last movie he did, because I think they were like, this, this guy's not going to work. How many movies have Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson done together? Two. Like, Really? Yeah. Uh, or, so there's How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, right? Fool's Gold. Failure like, is failure to launch. Is she no, that's that? with um, Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, okay. So I think it's yeah, just two. It's just those two. I yeah. feel like they've been on a ton of movies together, but maybe it's just those two. They were both the leading characters, and well, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days was a fairly big movie, and it was a good movie, of course, right? As you, so you. So you think movies in my mind are either good or bad. There's very rarely in between. Like I, eh. I will honestly, I will agree with that. That most movies that I see, I go into with an open mind, and I really try to find the good in every movie. There are only a few movies that I've seen that I'm like, this movie fucking sucks. Like John Tucker Must Die. Uh, yeah, I mean John Tucker Must. Like in all honesty, it's it's a fine movie. It's it's like fucking vanilla ice cream like, i'm just curious why some of these things get made because they know that someone can crunch the numbers and say if we make this movie enough teenage girls are going to go and see it and we're going to make her money back but excuse me is that all they're looking to do is just like break even yeah like they know they know when they make the movie yeah, they're most not mo- going to win an oscar yeah, don't most movies lose money uh, possibly. Or is that just a quote from Entourage? That's probably a <laughs> quote from, from Entourage. But I, I think mostly it's... I, you don't start making a movie because you want to lose move, lose money. Like, that So is it artistic expression? Because John I mean, Tucker Must Die is definitely not a good expression of artistry. But I, I bet John Tucker Must Die made its money back. Possibly. Because they knew that they were marketing to 
teenage girls. And they they got the B squad. Sorry, teenage girls and Nate and Kelly. And me. <laughs> and a teenage guy. Like I wonder I wonder what the I I wonder what the budget was on that movie. I bet it wasn't that much. I, yeah, I'm always curious. They don't make movies. The joke is they don't make music like they did in the 70s or 60s. They don't make movies like they did in the 90s or early 2000s. Like now, it's just everything is you know 150 million dollar budget because it's all CGI. Well, some of it is. Yeah, I just feel like there are very few random movies that can come out. It's it's choked by these giant conglomerates yeah. like Disney who owns everything now then they're it's like shitty. they dictate what you're going to see I'm trying to remember like what's just a good closet movie that I've seen recently that came out like that recently uh, I thought Ex Machina was good yeah which came out a couple of years ago but it wasn't like mainstream not at all I, I thought, mean I don't remember seeing it on on many screens no that was a phenomenal movie um wow like what else? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm thinking more, I guess, of more recent movies. Uh, you know what was a good one? It was Interstellar. But that, but I mean, not, inter, not Interstellar, sorry. Um, fuck, what's the Tom Cruise movie uh, where he's the, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a huge blank. T- uh, Tom Cruise is... Uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. <laughs> no, he is a uh, a clone. Um, oh, uh, Garter Oblivion. of Oblivion. Exactly. Love that movie. But that was also probably a big budget movie because it was a big of the movie. CGI. Joseph Kaczynski directed it. He directed Tron Legacy. Ah, love the style. Love like everything about that movie. Yes, but uh, for some reason it just didn't find its audience. It didn't. It didn't get out there. And I remember. I think my dad asked. Uh, he was like, "Hey, do you want to go see this movie in theaters?" I was like, "Sure." And I just don't go see movies in theaters. And yeah. I went and saw it. The soundtrack was incredible. The it's a, visuals it's awesome were incredible. Movie. It's a phenomenal. Yeah, I, I like, really dig it. It was really good. Yeah, uh, yeah. And even his like uh, day after um, day after tomorrow. Yeah, the live die repeat. Yeah, that uh, live die not repeat day after one. tomorrow. Uh, it, wait, is it? Uh, I was to say I tomorrow never I'm, dies. <laughs> That's a James Bond one. I'm looking at my DVD uh, collection right, right now, and I know is I is it day after tomorrow. I think it is day after tomorrow. Yeah, which like is, that that was also just another. I mean, that was probably a bigger budget too, just because of the explosions and yes. all the stuff that went into yeah. it. Edge of Tomorrow, Edge of Tomorrow. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Day After Tomorrow. That movie was awesome. In fact, that that movie is so good that I think my wife would even enjoy even enjoy. Yeah, it. and it doesn't need a sequel. Like it just no. it exists on its own. It's yes. a great movie. Same with Oblivion. It just it exists on its own. Yeah. it's a great movie. Maybe you just have a thing for Tom Cruise. I mean, Tom Cruise really can't make a bad movie right now. Jack Reacher. Uh, uh, Great I, movies. I only saw the first one. I didn't see the second one. Have you seen Night and Day? <laughs> yeah, I, I was go, I was going to say there is a small caveat to what I just said. A he little had like asterisk. a string in like the late two thousands that yeah just didn't hit. It was like just post uh, uh, what's her face, um, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. Yeah. Uh, that he was like jumping on Oprah's couch and stuff and yeah, and he kind of he kind of fell off a little bit, making but, some shit movies. But then he came back, and I don't care what he believes in, I don't care what Couldn't he wants care me less. to do. I'm like, I will watch that motherfucker. I will buy into any movie that he does. He's when he's got a new one uh, coming up, right? Top Gun Two. Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. That's gonna be a no brainer next year. Um, speaking of sequels. Bad Boys for Life. Yes. When's that? That's next year also? Or? Yeah. It's it, Here's what scares me is that it's it's coming out in January. Most movies that come out in January, they that's like the graveyard. That's where they go to die. So why? Because it's where big, big, uh, big movie houses will put their movies that they don't think are going to do very well. Yeah. And they just say like, well, let's just put this out and see what we can get. But if they're spending as much money as I imagine they're spending on it. Maybe. Now, I will say... I watched the trailer. Yes. I think you sent it to me. Um, Martin Lawrence has not aged quite as well as Will Smith. Martin Lawrence looks like he ate another Martin Lawrence. It's like he got stung by a bee again in national security. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. So, and that's, it's really rough because in the first Bad Boys, he's like, skinnier, he's skinnier than Will Smith. Yeah. He's just like the small, like skinny guy. And then the second one, I don't know, maybe he's like a little more beefy. In this one, he looks like, like he's he's retired. Yeah, yeah, he's retired, and they're just like, all right, let's phone this in and bring him in yes. for another movie. But and, and and that sucks because it's such like a, it's such a uh, an action driven yeah. franchise. But at the same time, like you do, you really go to see Martin Lawrence be an action star, or to have him do the quips with Will Smith. He's yeah, he's he's definitely the support character. Yeah, 
totally. But but he like he could he held his own in the first two. Oh, absolutely. For the most for the most part. Yeah, I mean, but but Will Smith was like the action star yeah. versus Martin Martin Lawrence was like the comedy. He was very much comic relief in yeah. the second one. In the first one, you know, he could he was still playing a character. Yeah. But the first one was also that was in the late 90s. Yeah, like 96, 95, something like that. And it's 2020 when that's going to come out. So, yeah, dude, when that movie came out, do you, did you see Bad Boys? Or like, how old were you when you saw Bad Boys? I think I saw Bad Boys 2 before I saw Bad Boys 1. Okay. That's probably, that's probably the true. original. I remember like it was on like a Sunday night movie and I, re- and I was in like high school <sighs> and I watched and I was like, this movie's like kind of good. You're like, what? I was like, really like, into it michael bay's figuring his shit out this was it was michael bay's first movie <laughs> that was his first movie yeah holy shit and i remember coming into school the next day and talking to like friends and they're like did you see that like bad boys movie on tv last <laughs> i was like it was fucking awesome yeah, i loved it and then i moved to miami to go to school oh jesus and i was like i gotta rent that movie again because i remember loving it and it was like yeah this movie's fucking legit and then when two came out when two came out and just so fucking over the top i was like i don't care how stupid this movie is yeah. i love bad boys i loved too some of the yeah. camera work in two oh, like when he does the circling around in the uh and they go through the like the bullet house holes. Yeah. yeah oh my god i was like that is <laughs> that was really really good and yeah. i could watch that over and over again or they're throwing old cars off the back of trucks yeah exactly then the problem was michael bay did that in every single fucking transformers movie and every movie that he produced after that and yes. you're like i'm exhausted and right. I know it's going to happen in Bad Boys 3. And Although Michael Bay oh. is not directing Bad Boys 3. Oh, did he not? No. It's, some, it's like a pair of guys. Dude, that might save it. It might, but oh. he has like that braggadocio visual style yes. that I kind of love for he has that. A, exactly. I feel like anybody can do an explosion and can yes. do you know big graphic effects and yes. stuff, but there is a Michael Bay signature to those. Yeah. Like You watch a movie and you're like, I think Michael Bay did this. And then right. sure enough, you look at the credits. He's either an EP or he's the director. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah, this is Michael Bay. Absolutely. It's Michael Bay's eye. He kind of knows like the effects before they happen. He can like see them in his head yeah. and like sets up the camera work yep. so that in post, he can actually like have it look super realistic. I mean, granted, his stories suck. He's got characters or like teenage girls that show off more than <laughs> anyone needs to see. Uh, who, the Megan Fox? Megan Fox, any, any Transformers has like a girl who's probably a little too young to be wearing. They're probably 22. Yeah, but their position is like 15 year old girls. <laughs> Again, I'm a father of a daughter. This is how I'm. Now, how about now. The Island? I like The Island, too. The Island, I remember stumbling across that on like HBO on a Saturday or yeah. Sunday, you know, just like turned it on the TV or whatever, Cinemax or something. Right. And. I was like, oh, cool, Ewan McGregor. Like, I know him as yeah, yeah. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I watched it. I, was like, I like that you think of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan before anything else. That like, was that was the first thing that I, know, I connected like, Not train with. spotting, not Mulan. No. Rouge. Yeah. Okay. And, then, yeah. and then, of course, I saw him in all this other stuff, and I was like, oh, okay. But uh, what I liked about the island, and, and it may actually be Michael Bay's, like, lowest uh, grossing movie. It was fucking. It was really good though. Yeah, it's it was a really phenomenal movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was really interesting. the The whole story development around that and the, I mean, the plausibility is is certainly a stretch. Right. But it was, it was just a really good movie, and it was, it was technologically a little far enough in the future, but it wasn't right. an over. It was like a near future. Yeah. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. It absolutely. was good. Steve Buscemi was <laughs> right. Although there is that moment where they're like, "Let's go play Xbox." And it's like, oh, this is clearly oh. <laughs> a, a yeah. branded option for them. Yeah. And, and that happens in every Michael Bay movie where there's like that moment where they're like, hey, we've got this pill by Jambox or whatever it yep. was in Transformers. And they're like, oh, OK, so this is where you're getting your or dollars. all the GM vehicles that were in the first Transformers. Exactly. It was like you had a Saturn in there, you're like a company that no <laughs> Wait, longer was there exists. A Saturn in that? There was this the Saturn sports car. That's oh, what. Um, shit. Yeah, uh, I forget the I forget the Transformers Jazz names. Or- one of those uh rumble box or whatever the fuck. <laughs> rumble box <laughs> I don't know. but yeah exactly you're just like oh come on this is a stretch and there was like a hummer and, yeah. and that was that's where they launched the first transformers was where they launched the camaro uh, right that's right and the that new, was supposed yeah. to like save gm Whoops. from from the whole um uh tarp and uh yeah. 2008 financial crisis yeah how'd that work out I mean, well, I they're making a bad. shitload of money, yeah. but they're just not making sedans anymore. No, not at all. Everybody wants uh, SUVs. Um, 
so I, I don't know even know how we got on this because we're still talking about your shitty movie. But um, <laughs> I remember going to see The Rock. Yeah. And The There's Rock. There's another and, movie where he does a circle screenshot. Does he in The Rock? Yeah. Uh, several times shorter cuts. Okay. But uh, he he's like low on Nick Cage as, as he's like looking off into the distant future or something. And he circles like maybe only 180 or 270 okay. degrees. But yeah. he doesn't do like a full. Yeah, that that is probably still in my top ten movies. The Rock, yeah, you can't you can't go wrong with The Rock. It's one of those movies that, from the first minute, you are just locked in, and there's just nonstop action. The first scene is when they steal the they steal the, the rockets, nerve yeah. gas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and that that movie is always on. It's, it's always, always on. epic yes. orchestra in the background. Yes. And there's always something happening. I mean, you go from stealing the rockets to them trying to like defuse that bomb in the in the doll. <laughs> yeah, and it's a real, it's a legit bomb. Like there's actually yeah, yeah, something yeah. wrong with it. And then you're like chasing through uh, the streets, uh, of, streets San of San Francisco. Then you're like breaking they take over Alcatraz. Yeah, yeah, they take over. I mean, it's just like it lines up, and you're like, holy shit, this movie just doesn't stop. It's like True Lies. True Lies is a yeah. three part movie in one. That's yes. just connected. I think about True Lies all the time. I'm like, wait a second. I can go back and watch that movie. That's such a good movie. Yeah, like, wait, there's a scene in the Washington, D.C. hotel, and he, like, right. jumps a motorcycle into a pool. There's like, all of that. Does he have a horse? Is he on a then horse? Then he's chasing him. Or... Yeah, he's, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's chasing him on a horse. Yeah. But then there's also an entire scene down in... Uh, the Keys. In the Keys, yeah. where a nuclear bomb goes off. Yep. And then he's flying a Harrier jet around... Miami. Is it Miami? Yeah. It's like, all of a sudden, they're in Miami that quickly. Right. You're just like... There's so many different segments. By the way, the he starts off in like that chateau and like the like Sweden yeah. or something. Yeah, 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 Switzerland. Right. Yeah. So ridiculous. I love it. Fuck. I gotta go watch that movie. Like, I'm trying like how many movies recently get us that excited? John Wick. John Wick, John I think, Wick pretty universally gets us. Yes. And honestly, I think it's overkill with all the Marvel stuff where it's I don't so get so like, done with superheroes. I, yeah, I don't get like that excitement. I, I appreciate them for what they are, but I don't get like like I, I, I probably said this on the podcast. Like I came out of the first Iron Man, like yeah. fucking pumped up, totally. And now I'm just like, oh, cool. Like yeah, that. This is and then you saw Iron Man two, and you're like, mm. yeah, yeah. And then all except of for sudden, the F one race, which I still watch them. <laughs> yeah. And then all the other breakouts, and you're just like, oh man. Yeah, like they're fine movies. They're fun to watch, but they don't get me pumped up the way like The Rock did or Iron it, Man. Because it just or, doesn't seem original anymore. That's, yeah, and it's it's just a bunch of CG characters fighting each other in space. And it's yeah, it's all these continued stories. Like, no, I actually kind of want something new. Like, I want it, I want you to tell me a new story. Yeah, absolutely. And I want I want to have no idea what that story is going into this movie. Figure right. it out three quarters of the way through, and then have it culminate in something. Right, which is why John Wick works so well because every movie kind of unveils a little bit more of the story yeah. of like the overall story. So you're like. Oh, okay. So this is why this happened two movies ago. Like right. it kind of like all lines up after a while. Yeah. Um, I haven't finished the third one yet either. Like that's one that I've started and so then good. stopped. I fucking. But I don't know if they can go any deeper with them. Can they? Then I think they're just starting to. I mean, celebrate it too much. I, it, it's one of those things that where you feel like the farther they go, the more the the more they risk diminishing returns. Yeah. And. I love the first one. I really love the second one. The second one was like when they expanded the universe and you yeah. kind of saw how it fits together. I was like, this is so clean and so well done. And the third one didn't really expand the universe, but they really had like some crazy fight scenes where I was like, this yeah. is just great. And that's what I've liked so far, yeah. the fight scenes. But but to your point, I don't think they can go much deeper. I think they need to kind of end it. Yeah, I hope they don't. Then again, like Fast and Furious. Jesus Christ. The original one. You're Dude, like, it's, okay. It's so different than what you have now. Exactly. But you yeah. saw the first one. You're like, I get it. All right, cool. That's Fast and the Furious. And then right. Too Fast, Too Furious. And like, I've actually never seen two. That's the only one I haven't seen. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's pushing it. But you're yeah. like, okay, it's, you know, still Paul Walker in the blonde tip, you know, era. And, right, right, uh, right. You know, okay, it's fine. Then they do the third. Oh, the third Tokyo one was Tokyo Drift. Drift, which is actually considered by critics as the number one Fast and Furious movie. Because of the the like synchronized uh, right. drifting that yeah. they oh, actually do, right? It wasn't CGI. The yeah, there yeah. were there were definitely some CGI scenes uh, of them drifting, 
but apparently the the car work that went into that movie yeah. is what like puts that up at the top. And that was okay. sort of the bastard child of the series. Right, that was didn't, a throwaway. No, I mean, Vin Diesel shows up for 30 seconds at the end Whoa, of the movie. spoiler Sorry. Alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And they introduce the character Han, who you think is like, okay, he's he comes into the movie, right. dies. And I only know this because I actually watched it Wait, recently. He dies in the third one? He dies in Tokyo Drift. Okay. His car blows up and he's dead. Right. Then they do The Fast and the Furious. Right. Because the first one was Fast and Furious. But uh, now they're saying The no, Fast and no, no, the no, Furious. No, no. You got it Isn't backwards. It? The first one is The Fast and the Furious. Okay. The fourth one is Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, what the fuck? Wait, why? 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 I, I, I don't know. You took out two. Can you name all of them? What comes after Fast and the Furious? Fast uh, and Furious. Fast Five. Yeah, Fast Five. Then there's Fast Six. Wait, really? Isn't it? Then Furious Seven. And then Fate of the Furious. Fate of the Furious. And that, I think that's it. Is it Furious Six? I don't. I don't know. But see, when they once they did Fast Five. Yeah. So fi, the uh, Fast and Furious, the fourth one. Yeah. Was the absolute bastard child of the entire series. They didn't know what they were doing. And when this new director came on for Fast Five, everybody was like, "Leave it, man! It's you can't make this movie anymore." He made it. It came out. People died it for it. James Wan, I, th- I, I believe. I, I so, yeah, it's yeah. Some, something like that. Uh, people went nuts for it, and then right. that's what took it off as the billion-dollar franchise, multi-billion-dollar yeah. franchise that it is. I will say there was one that I watched where, and and I do not say this lightly, I had to Google the plot. Because I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on here. My guess is Fate of the Furious or Furious 7. I think it was Furious 7 where like, I, I, and I can't remember, but I, I believe there was a tank at some point. And I'm like, wait, who, what yeah. are you doing? Like, and I felt like such an asshole because here I am thinking I'm like the cerebral like artist writer guy. And I'm like, I don't know what's going no, on. They, they, they went fast five was phenomenal and that was like oh shit they're doing a really good job with this the sixth one whatever it was was also really good yeah and then it got really stretched and then fate of the furious was like all right they're really trying to just wrap this up now and it was too much because i know that they have hobbs and shaw yes so now there's the spinoff so they're not going to do fast nine well they can't they don't have paul walker anymore oh so you can only do it with paul walker they need the whole crew right I don't know. Well, apparently not, because they're doing Hobbs and Shaw, who were like mortal enemies. But like for when two movies, Fast and the Furious came out. Like, who would have thought that they'd, they'd have a ten? Yeah, 10 exactly. Fucking movie, exactly. Franchise. And it just took off. It's so crazy. But you know what? It was. It, it kind of it keyed into some aspect of like testosterone wanting men who just needed this like well and you want to like the bad guy you 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 fall in love with a character who is inherently a bad guy, i mean yeah. i can't say he's inherently a bad guy he's a family guy and he's like does everything for his friends and family vin diesel. yeah uh but it's like yeah vin diesel had that you know triple x xander cage moment right. and yep. then was in fast and the furious and then has just found his calling there just like, remaining yeah, a meathead. Like every time he veers off of that, you're like, no, no, no. Yeah, Man, come back, 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 back. <laughs> the pa- the pacifier. Yeah, the pacifist. Although he was in Saving Private Ryan. I know what the hell. Right? <laughs> he was also the Iron Giant, which that's I don't right. Holy yeah. shit, that's so bizarre. But but then but then again, John C. Riley was also like one of the most respected actors in Hollywood. That's like, true. Do Perfect Storm, and then all of a sudden he's doing and Talladega Nights. <laughs> Magnolia. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah. Step Brothers. Yeah. Just like... So I don't know. This is sort of tangential, and I apologize. But there's this new uh, PSA for the Sandy Hook Promise. I saw it. Yeah. we. I watched it yesterday at work, and then I was just like, I just want to see this thing. And we were like, oh, my God, it's so hard to watch. It's, it's fucking weird, right? It's, it's weird, and it's also like, like you watch it, and you just feel like, fuck, like defeated, right? It's so bizarre. So Lindsay and I put on uh, bloopers from Step Brothers after just to like <laughs> palate cleanse ourselves, which is not great. And uh, we should, probably should have made a donation of some sort of. Uh, it's a Sandy Hook promise. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, at the same time, it's just like fucking heartbreaking. I remember seeing that on a on a news story this week, and I was like, "No, that's not real, is it? I mean, that's like, it's in your face." But maybe it needs to be. I know you're like. I know. 
but I, it doesn't matter whether I'm pro guns or not. I know, but I, it's true. <laughs> I'm, not, I, I'm not pro school shooting. Right. I, I, thank you for that, by the way. Uh, yeah, but I think it's more just like, I, and it's the way they talk about it at the end that I'm sure a ton of research went into this and like so many people had their eyes on it, but like they don't say, let's take your guns away. Right. Right. They're like, we need to talk about school shooting and we need to look out for the signs of school shooting. Yeah. By the way, we went from The Rock, where we <laughs> celebrate, and, and John Wick, where we celebrate shooting, shooting to uh, the Sandy Hook problem. But there's shooting of age adults that know how to defend themselves. Clearly. And have taken you know their own lives in their hands to right. guard bad people. Yes. And they, they deserve to talk about a movie. <laughs> You're talking about a movie versus innocent kids. During, during, during real life, yeah. Um, You've got to draw a line somewhere, right? I guess so. Like everybody blames violent video games for all the shit that's done in schools. Like, I mean, we've we talked about this on the podcast. I've had a moment where I need to go blow off some steam in a video game and I do some yeah. horrific things, but I know the barrier. I know the line. Although I will say that, like, I played a lot of Super Mario Brothers and I see a pipe and I just want to jump in that <laughs> shit. <laughs> I want to go collect coins in my basement. Do you walk by a storm drain and be like, Donatello's down there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I do. So, so, so? The boy can dream. God, did you did you cover everything you needed to cover on John Tucker? Uh, probably. I mean, you shit on it. I, I just it's not a good movie, and it was. I I think I was probably about three fourths of the way through it, and I just thought, man, I like I remember looking at the time that I had left on it. I'm like, let's just get through the fucking thing, you know? It's I like, feel like that with Fool's Gold, and I'm like, I've only forty five minutes into it. They haven't even started looking for gold yet. I don't even think they ever really do look for gold. <laughs> but, like, and that's the thing. Like, I realize that Fool's Gold is not a good movie. I, like... But it, it's a guilty pleasure movie because you can always turn it on and watch it? Yeah, there are things in that movie that it's just super escapist. And I think there is one... I, I, I don't want to talk about too much of it because I know that we're going to talk about it in a later episode. Yeah. But there is one key aspect of the movie that destroys the movie... And I think if you were to remove that one thing, it would be a more successful movie. Okay. And I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I think I do. Um, because it's... I, so I have a thing for heist movies. I love heist movies. Heist movies are fucking great. Because even if you're like trying to solve it, you, they're always one step ahead of you with yeah. heist movies. Yeah. This is not a heist movie, but it is sort of like... It's heist movie adjacent. And that okay. there's a lot of different factors going on and you're wondering who has all the information and Kevin Hart's in it. <laughs> it's sad. All right. I can't wait to bring all I know, dude. You've got to finish watching I it. i got to finish it. I will work on it this weekend. Okay. Uh, and I will actually bring handwritten notes, none of this digital shit that you uh, Apparently that didn't work for me. But I think I actually covered most of what I needed to say. All right, good. Uh, you just reminded me of something. Gene Hackman, what was the heist movie that he was in? The Diamond Heist thing? Remember the Lufthansa what? Diamond Heist, like back in the 80s or something. I was like in Goodfellas. No. Gene Hackman's not in Goodfellas. No, I know, it? but it was Lufthansa Heist. Are you oh, was about? it? Yeah. Gene, no, Gene Hackman was in some really good heist movie, and I just, it like just popped in my head that I it was one of those random movies I stumbled across uh, really? on like a boring Saturday Cause I don't... back in middle school. Fuck. He was, yeah, he was in some heist movie. All right. Let's, let's, let's Google it. Um... It's, I can't believe he, his last movie was Welcome to Mooseport. <laughs> Do you ever see The Replacements? No. That is a great movie. I'm putting that out there right now. That is a movie. If that should be my guilty pleasure movie. Uh, by the way, there's a movie that he's in called Heist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what year was it? A Kareel uh, 90... Uh, 2001. It's probably that movie. A career jewel thief finds himself at tense odds with his longtime partner, a crime boss who sends his nephew to keep watch. Probably that movie. Wow. Wow. So descriptive. Is All Danny right. DeVito in it? Uh, I yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Chill heist. Okay. That's amazing. Pretty straightforward. Um, that's that's a problem with the whole streaming era now. I you probably couldn't just go out and find heist to stream. Whereas you could yeah. go to Blockbuster and you could definitely rent that movie. Okay, I need to get this fucking movie, this this heist movie, because I love heists. You just can't, but you can't go out and do that anymore. No, it's Your got 6.5 on IMDb. That's better than... Uh, oh, wait, it's a David Mamet movie? 
Shit, maybe I, I should watch it. Better, <laughs> better than Fool's Gold and John Tucker Must Die. How dare you? How dare you? Um, yeah, so great. All right, I'll finish it. I'll bring my notes. And I'll um, I can't wait to talk about it. And we're going to just go on a whole other tangential discussion of other movies. Right, which involves school shooting. <laughs> um, Jesus, yeah. But I also feel like, because we've discussed John Tucker Must Die, that I can then refute why I feel Fool's Gold is a better movie. Refute? Better. I feel like Fool's Gold is a better movie than John Tucker Must Die. Okay. And I can't wait to talk to you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fighting words right Barring there. this one thing that I think we need to remove from the film, which again, I'm sure you know. Can't wait to reveal it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's it, man. I, I got nothing else. We're, that's fine. Uh, we're coming up, I guess, in an hour, right? I don't know. Whatever. Give a shit. We got a, plenty of editing to Why do here. Why the fuck are you still listening? Your wife interrupted us. What a bitch. What is she watching right now? I guarantee... I, so here's... I guarantee you she is watching a period piece with people wearing like corsets <laughs> and shit. That's all she watches. You know what Gracie said to me the other day? We were walking through a car show and these yeah. guys had like old 1920s like Model T's and some yeah. other Plymouth stuff. And she's like, oh, Nate, look, they're like, they're dressed up in, you know, period clothing. She's like, wouldn't that be fun to do? Like if we got a car like that and we, we dressed up in period clothing like that and we, and we drove to something like this. And I was like, first of all, we were at like a carny festival. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I'm all for getting one of these old cars. Right. Maybe, just maybe I'll wear like the little leather hat and With the goggles. Scarf. Yeah. A scarf if it's cold and maybe some leather driving gloves, but <laughs> I'm not going to like put on chaps. Like and jaunty chaps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just not going to happen. You think no. that's fun? It's fucking 90 degrees outside. Wait, why does Gracie want to do that? I, you're just like weird. caught in one of those moments like, oh, that looks fun. Like that, we could do that on a Sunday. And wear like a penny farthing Bicycle. I don't, I don't know what she was hoping for, like corduroy suits and shit. Ooh, kind of like that. I, just, <laughs> I was like, those cars are cool for sure, but yeah. period clothing. I'll uh, I'll Hard step pass. back from that. Hard pass. So it's a period piece. It's a period piece. I bet they speak with English accents, and I bet there are men with mustaches who are trying to rape women. <laughs> You know, there's a Downton Abbey movie coming out. I know. And I'm sure my wife's going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to go to it, though. No. No. I, I actually watched the first couple seasons of Downton Abbey, and I enjoyed it. But then it just got, like, super melodramatic, and I was like, I'm out. This That's, is it. This is, all right. I'll never watch Downton Abbey. Uh, I saw a headline the other day. Remember Movie Pass? Yes. Coming out, uh, $10 a month. You could right. go see unlimited movies. At one point, their stock was worth fifty three hundred dollars. Wait, wait, what? Or something like that, like five thousand three hundred bucks. One was, share was one share of MoviePass. It was a private company, but this oh, was like oh, okay. At, okay. Va- at at value. Yeah, I was uh, like, wait time. a minute, holy shit! Today or at the time of the writing, whatever it was, like five days ago, it is worth point zero one eight cents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they closed that. They shut down the company. But yeah, imagine well, the people down, yeah. that were invested in that. That sucks. Insane. I saw that. I was like, holy shit, that was the darling just 18 months ago. Like, And yeah. I thought, I was like, I'd get movie pass. I'd actually go see more movies. But, it, but it's great for the consumer. It was bad for the investor because they're, how are they making money? They're not making any fucking money. I, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't get any of this. Speaking of gig economy shit, wrapping yeah. up full circle here. Yeah. I don't get how any of these companies that lose so much money list publicly and expect to just like magically make money. Like WeWork. Turn, yeah, WeWork's not doing an IPO anymore. Right, because I or think they were like, oh, wow, we're hemorrhaging money right now. Yeah, people are like, wait, how many failed IPOs have we had this year of tech right. companies? We don't need another one. No, especially for that one. And it's bizarre that that's a tech company because they're leasing office They're space. a real estate company, yeah. They, they claim they're a tech company. They're, they're, yeah. yeah, they're a startup. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool, man. Talk to you soon. Sounds good.